Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. It's... Time for another exciting edition of Flames Nation Radio. And to mix it up this week, we thought we'd do a pandemic edition to remind everyone that 2021 is a strange, strange time to be alive. As always, Ryan Pike here with you, along with co-host Shane Stevenson. How are you doing, Shane? I'm back. I'm here. I'm president of accounted for. How, how, did, uh, how did all your school stuff go last week? Uh, I still got one final left, uh, but it's, uh, everything's gone pretty well, actually. I've best semester i've had so far so um, i can't say the same for the uh, the calgary flames they're having a pretty bad semester health-wise right well, now. Well, well shane you know you can make your day better with our two sponsors first of all the fine people at doordash because if you're a starving student you're busy you're hungry you have to do all your learning and then you got to eat so you don't die so doordash can help with that they're very nice people it's a great service please be nice to them and also our wonderful friends at Eau Claire Distillery, because after you finish all your exams, you can enjoy the official whiskey, Rupert's whiskey, the official whiskey of the Calgary Flames. You can take a taste of the Saddle Dome home with you, with their beautiful collector's edition bottle featuring Calgary's iconic skyline. And taking a taste of the Saddle Dome home with you is unfortunately for the time being the only way you can get a taste of the Saddle Dome, at least for NHL hockey purposes, because the Calgary Flames are in the midst of probably the worst uh, outbreak of COVID-19 any team in the National Hockey League has experienced to this point in the season. Obviously, last year, several teams got bit by the proverbial COVID bug. Uh, a couple teams had lengthy uh, stoppages, including the Vancouver Canucks, uh, which is why the Flames played for like a week and a half longer than anyone else last season, despite being eliminated for the playoffs. And uh, yes, if you are a Flames fan and you want to troll your Oilers fan friends, the Flames ended up winning more games after the day the playoffs started than the Edmonton Oilers did. It's funny because it's true and they're not playoff games. So make sure if you decide to brag about that to your Oilers fan friends, you get your, your phrasing right. They didn't win more playoff games than the Oilers did. They just won more games because the Flames regular season continued 10 days into the playoffs because I don't know. People paid for 56 games of production and rights fees and whatever it was. So, but Gary Flames, as of right now, let's see, we're recording on Wednesday evening. Shane and I almost forgot to record because this has been such a weird week. Uh, but 
Let's see, Shane, correct me. Tell me if I'm missing anything. So Monday morning, I'll, I'll just back up to the beginning of the week. This has been a very busy, weird week despite no games. So the Flames played on Saturday against the uh, Boston Bruins in Calgary. Uh, as part of their usual, oh, no, we're going on a road trip kind of thing, part of the procedure was they they time their, their testing to do – they do the testing. They take the tests before the Saturday game. And because they're traveling on Sunday, they want to have results in time for travel. That makes sense. So they took the tests. They played the game. They got a bunch of negative tests back overnight. It's going, uh-oh, we have a bunch of guys who tested positive. So they did more testing because they didn't want to fly a plane load of potentially uh, positive people into the United States and have them stranded in there for 14 days. Because once you test positive, you can't get into Canada for 14 days because of the way the, the COVID regulations work in Canada, which makes sense. Uh, but they didn't want anyone to be stranded in the United States over Christmas, so they held off. And then, lo and behold, it was a good idea they held off, because Monday they had, I'm doing the math in my head, Monday they had six players in the protocol, then they added a bunch more on Tuesday, and as of Wednesday evening, 16 of the 24 active or the 24 players on the flames roster and, and, uh, and injured reserve are, uh, are, are positive and within the protocols plus uh, three out of four members, of the coaching staff, uh, the three members were usually on the bench and seven, eight now support uh, staff members. So 27 people uh, who would have usually been the traveling party have all tested positive and are the COVID protocol. So the Flames, their Monday game in Chicago was put on ice and their Tuesday game in Nashville was put on ice. Uh, and I know of at least one or two media members who flew down to the United States wow. in anticipation of the game. And then went, oh, okay, and then flew back. I mean, because you, you fly down hoping for the best, and unfortunately the best didn't happen. Uh, the, the, one of the marquee games on the home schedule, the Toronto Maple Leafs on Thursday night did not happen. That'll happen on, at a different time. And, uh, early this afternoon, we were informed by the national hockey league that the, the Thursday or the Saturday night game against Columbus against the blue jackets has also been postponed. So, uh, the flames will have to make up four more games. Uh, we'll get into the mechanics of the schedule later on. Cause to be honest, you know, if you're, if your question is, one of the flames playing again. The short answer is we don't know. The next schedule, no the next scheduled game, or I guess the next two or three scheduled games would be uh, the 21st at home against Anaheim, uh, the 23rd at home against Seattle, and then the 27th at home against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, I think it's at home. No, it's in Edmonton. Anyway, yeah, the Edmonton game. Uh, so there's three game, three games uh, in the schedule. Uh, the way the protocol works is. 10 days after you test positive, if you are completely symptom-free, completely asymptomatic, uh, you know, if you have no symptoms and then you go to the team doctor and he goes, yeah, you're fine. And then you, you know, you adhere to all the provincial protocols, which in Alberta is simply 10 days after you test positive. But if you have no symptoms and your doctor says, okay, uh, you can exit the protocol. So the earliest, the absolute earliest any of the players connects the protocol is the 22nd, which if you're good at calendars is the day after the Anaheim game. So mm -hmm. the flames will have seven, have, will have, the flames will have 16 people from their hockey club who would play normally unavailable at least until 
the 21st, at which point some, or at least the 22nd, at which point some of them will become available. And the timing on some of the some of the uh, the the positives that were announced last couple of days have been a bit fuzzy because they were tested over multiple days. Some of them were tested this morning, the fifteenth. So the early the basically there'll be a group of players that if everything goes perfectly and no one's actually sick, they just test a positive, which we 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 don't know because it's private medical information. Yeah, they the Flames will have players begin to have come available between the. 12th of the 25th and then they'll be able once they exit the protocol they'll be able to skate and practice together we don't know if that means they will yeah the the nhl's rules are there's no there's no travel or practices or games allowed uh i believe it's the 20 christmas eve christmas day and boxing day uh what ends up happening is you have to, some teams got to get exemptions in previous years for short trips on on Boxing Day. As in, if the team is, if the players and the team are okay with it, they can like usually it's a short flight. Like say, oh, Calgary fly to Edmonton or Vancouver. Usually, it's generally speaking, it's flights of less than an hour. As in, you can spend your day at home with your family on Boxing Day, and then you go to the airport at like late in the evening before the curfew, and then you fly to the city. And then you go to the hotel and you're in the city for the game. The rest of the time, you're not even supposed to travel on Boxing Day. So there's a lot of restrictions. So for those of you, if we're mapping this out, and it's still very early because this is a very changing situation, the game on the 21st does not seem likely because the Flames simply will not have enough human bodies under NHL contract or cap space to replace them to play on the 21st. Well. If they want to start, they're going to have to do – if they want Calgary to play – I mean, I'm with you. I, I they, There's no way they'll be able to play on the 21st. They're missing way too many actual NHL bodies, and the product wouldn't be fair to the people in the stands that pay to go and watch that game regardless where it is. It, it's not really fair to the players. It's not really fair to the other team. Like, no. realistically, like, does it do anyone any good to have the Anaheim Ducks ragdoll a Flames team that's short, I don't know, five, six bodies? I mean – there's competitive balance questions in case. So I, I, the, the NHL is going to quote, have an update for us on their situation early next week. That was the phrasing. I think the phrasing they used in the release was we'll have an update on their schedule next week. Uh, let's just be generous and assume that the week begins on Saturday. Even if they have an update after the flames last canceled or last postponed game, you're looking at maybe they like I, I would doubt they play the 21st because of the bodies issue. Would they play on the 23rd against Seattle? I mean, t- maybe because you're getting, I believe, the, the original six guys who went on the COVID protocol. Fit all things, if they went up, if everything went perfectly, and there's no guarantee because nothing's going perfectly these days. But if they all became available to skate on the 22nd, like they could practice on the 22nd and they get thrown into a game shorthanded on the 23rd. That's not ideal. The 24th, they can't skate. The 25th, they can't skate. The 26th, they can't skate. Are they going to play against Edmonton having almost nobody available to even do anything up to that point? I would doubt it. Even if everyone's out of the protocol, like if everything goes perfectly as of Christmas Day, everyone can exit the protocol. But you're going to, I doubt you can get a special, I doubt anyone would want to get an exemption from the league or even bother asking for one to well it's not just the, the other thing about all of this is calgary's been hit the worst 100 of the of the entire league currently the worst. today 
uh, they, they have the most cases. They're not the so, only ones. But there's there was there's something like 23. I know Philly, Philadelphia put like six guys in COVID protocol this morning. Na- Nashville put a bunch. Vancouver yeah, pulled guys it, from it, games. This, Edmonton has. This like, is, it blew up. It blew this, up. At this point, the, the list of teams that don't week. have guys is probably shorter. Like, uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sportsnet uh, on their website has a very handy COVID-19 tracker. And let's see. Just as, This is as of you know, late on Wednesday night. Uh, currently with players in the protocol are Boston, Calgary, Carolina, Colorado, Detroit, Edmonton, Florida, Nashville, New Jersey, the Islanders, the Flyers, the Kraken, the Canucks, and the Capitals. That's as of 10.50 p.m. Eastern on the 17th, or on the 15th, rather. So that's, you know, it's going to, let's be honest, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, the, the nice thing is, you know, from talking to folks around the team, and from talking to folks who talk to folks around the team, all indications are everyone's doing reasonably fine. You know, I won't profess to know how any individual player is doing because I don't know and I don't want to know. Uh, but the gist of it is the team is fully vaccinated. Uh, and so they're... And the, re- you, the reports have been saying everyone's asymptomatic. That, yeah, okay. as, as of the early reports, I think Eric Francis talked to someone close to the club on Monday and as of Monday, the first group was all asymptomatic. We don't know, you know, those things can change. So saying for, for a fact that every, no one has or has not have symptoms is kind of a fool's errand. But all, all the occasions are as of Wednesday night, the folks who tested positive and are in the protocol are doing fine, more or less, uh, without knowing any individual players. So that's that's all you can hope for. I mean, you know, we don't want to turn this into a whole vaccines thing. But, you know, the nice thing is based on people getting the illness but not getting really sick you would suggest that means it works which is good uh it would be nice if people also couldn't transmit it or or test positive for it but we're not there yet uh but you know there you know this is this is an entertainment product and this is supposed to be fun and talking about folks who are you know homesick and potentially going to be missing time with their families or you know at the very least it's it's if if you're looking for a silver lining and there are very few here at the very least it happened at home no one got stranded in the U.S. no one got stranded in a different market they didn't have to you know uh, the Carolina Hurricanes had some guys uh, you know they I believe they had to drive someone from Vancouver to Seattle get a private jet to go to Seattle like a charter plane get get an Ambo to get them into Seattle you know, private ambulance across the border into Seattle and then get them flown uh, from Seattle to Minnesota to pick up the other guys who tested positive and then fly them all home because the, you know, the, the super rich odor of the, of the uh, Carolina hurricanes was Tom Dundon was concerned that people would miss time with their family, you know, and forgive, I might be miss, I might be, you know, misrepresenting the border thing. So don't take that for sure. But the cool thing is Tom Dundon went, Man, it would suck if my guys didn't get a chance to at least be home and when they're dealing with this. So mm-hmm. the Flames are in that's a, a good thing to do. Yeah, the Flames are in a good situation. Good being a very, very stretched term right now. Yeah. That at least at least they're in their home market. Like, you know, they're you know, it sucks. They're sick. They might get their kids sick. You know, everyone's it's not gonna be an ideal Christmas, but at least they're home and no one's stranded in like Minneapolis or somewhere weird like that. I mean, you know, at no. least it's it's better than it could be. Uh, the games are going to be rescheduled. We don't know when. I I'm, I have a thing going up on the site. I believe Friday morning. 
uh, just looking at some some possibilities. That's as of Wednesday night when uh, we only have the four games that need to be rescheduled. To be honest, you know, to give you a preview, it's not horrible, but the problem is they're basically going to be forced to play a game every you know every second day from here on out. Uh, yeah, if you're doing the math, little... if as of Wednesday night, there's a hundred and what is it? We're sixty games in sixty days into the season. So there's 140 days left in the calendar. Uh, I have my math written out somewhere, but yeah, there's, uh, I think we're 60. No, we're, we actually be 70 already. I have, I have a spreadsheet. I have a spreadsheet. I, <laughs> uh, I have a thought though, but I don't know if it's allowed. Okay. Here's, um, here's, 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 here's the, here's the math here. So uh, the flames will not be playing as far as we know until December 21st. And that, like we mentioned might change, but let's just say, everything goes well and the flames figure out a way to clone people or black magic, whatever they figure out a way to ice a semi-competitive roster of NHL or NHL ish players for that December 21st game. They won't, uh, but let's say they will. So that's uh, as of that's 71 games days into the season. So that gives you, uh, that is 130 days from there to the end of the season. And the NHL does not want to extend the season. So it's 130 days. They'd have 54 games to schedule and play in 130 days that is in a word crappy because 54 to 50 just doing basic math uh, 54 games in 130 days would be 2.4 uh, a game every 2.4 days which doesn't sound horrible but wait so we mentioned there's this three days you can't have games during the during uh, the Christmas break, uh, the 24th, 25th, and 26th of December. That cuts it down to 127 days. But wait, it gets worse because there is a four-day All-Star break. So regardless of if the Olympics happen or not, there's a four-day All-Star break. So the four-day All-Star break (laughs) cuts the amount of games or days you can schedule NHL games into down to uh, 123 because it's a a four-day break. That's 123 days, 54 games. That's 2.3 days per game or 2.3 uh, a, day, a game every 2.3 days, which kind of sucks. So it basically means a game every other day and maybe once a month, you'll have a game every three days. So, I mean, you'll have one decent break and then the rest of the month and the rest of this year will suck. But wait, it gets worse because if they go to the Olympics, the Olympics are, uh, I believe, 16 days, a 16 day span in the schedule. You can't book games. Yeah. So that would make it 54 games over 107 days. That means 1.9 game or days per game. So that means you're basically, yeah. So even if, you know, in a very generous uh, mapping out, that's a game every two days. That's a game every other day from. That that has to be. That is, that is a game every other day for the entire month of of January. That's a game every other day for the entire month of March and April. And for the first week and the last week of uh, the first, I guess, three days in in February that will, in a word, suck. That's where the flames are at right now. If if there's, if they're still thinking Olympics, hooray. And that's assuming this doesn't get worse. Uh, If, if you're thinking, screw it, just don't do anything. You take advantage of the Christmas break. Which I, you know, it makes sense. You're giving everybody, you know, just saying, screw it. We'll, you know, figure out other things. Like, I just don't. This is, it's, it's, in a word, it's a mess, and it's gonna, it's gonna get messier. I mean, I don't know. How are you feeling about this, Shane? It's, it's been a weird. I think, I think that with this and how bad it got, I, I, when the first postponements happened, I still thought they'd go to the Olympics. At this point, my 
and this is my personal opinion. I have no extra information on the matter, but my personal opinion is they will not be going. It's down to maybe 10% likelihood in my mind, especially when you factor in uh, the, the laws that China are, the quarantine laws, uh, having the five-week quarantine. If you, if you tell me, if you tell me I'm going to be stuck so, in a foreign country for between three and five weeks. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna, uh, someone from Sweden already said they weren't going to go. It was uh, Robin, Leonard. Robin Leonard. All right, Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson came out and said it today too. Eric Carlson says, if I got named to the Olympic team, I wouldn't go. He said that. I uh, read that online today. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I, I think we're going to see, but I, I, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. There was a, someone said uh, as well reported uh, someone anonymously on the Canadian long list. I already informed Doug Armstrong that they wouldn't go. It was anonymous. It was anonymous. I, I think well, I think I, we're gonna I, hear more. I wouldn't be, yeah. And I, I and think it's gonna be to the point where they'll just say let's, no. Let's be completely no, honest. I, I I mentioned this on a radio hit with 960 earlier this week. I think it was this week. The the, the week sort of blurred together, but let's be honest. So the, the NHL and NHLPA have a new CBA, the first time in probably like a generation that didn't require a lockout to to set up. And that's because you know, obviously they felt that they, you know, they, they had the time during the COVID stoppage in 2020 to sort of hammer things out. And instead of having, you know, a labor stoppage, they took advantage of, of, you know, black bedroom act of God, you know, force majeure in, uh, in the CBA to just sit down and sort of hammer it out. So I, I think that's pretty, that's pretty cool. I, I was pretty happy with that. And honestly, all things considered, I think both sides got a pretty fair deal. Uh, you know, the, the escrow stuff got capped in each year for the NHL players. And if you're the NHL owners, you have, you know, what did you give up? You, you know, they, you gave them the Olympics, but the, the wording of the Olympics was, you know, subject to agreements with the IIHF. And, you know, they may manage to come up with agreements with the IIHF for this year, but this year uh, the Beijing Olympics was always going to be challenging, not just because of the geopolitics, but because of the way the world is. But the NHL, they, they're trying to be good partners. Uh, Gary Bettman and Bill Daly, both during their press conference uh, appearance at the Board of Governors, basically, you know, they it was like watching you know one of those dolls where you pull a string and they say the same thing over and over again because they don't want to be the guys to say no because, you know, they've been the bad guys in a lot of negotiations. They locked out the players to get a uh, salary cap. They locked out the players to lower the percentage that the players were getting in, after, in the salary cap. So they're very used to being bad guys. And I think they're, I think they're kind of burnt out by it, to be honest with you. And so I think they want the players to be the ones that say they, they can't go to the Olympics. I think they want the, you know, the NHL has the ability up until January 10th to pull the plug with no financial penalty. If they pull the plug after January 10th, they're the financial penalties, like 2 million bucks. It's basically just paying for flights that the, that the IOC or the IIHF have covered to, to the charter flights to bring players over because I don't know. They put down a deposit or something. Uh, the plan, if everything goes well, it won't, uh, is for the players, uh, all the Olympic bound players to hang out in Vegas for the all-star weekend. Uh, the idea would be you do a big do you go, Hey, look, you're here at the best stars in the world. We're going to be paused for a few weeks, go see them over there. They get on a plane. Uh, they fly from LA to Beijing or Vegas to Beijing. They might stop over in LA. I don't know. I don't know how flights work. Uh, and so the <laughs> the idea the idea is that the planes for all the North American base players who would be going to the Olympics are already booked and deposits are down or whatever. So if the NHL after January 10th says nah we're not going or the PA or a combination therein, whether it's because there is a material disruption of the NHL season and let's be honest there has been this I think they're going to have to reschedule 
of the games, I think there's been nine games that have been re, uh, postponed up to now. I think two of them have been rescheduled so far. They're going to reschedule all of the games and they might need the, the uh, it's going to be, we've done the math. It's going to be tight without encroaching on the Olympic period or extending the season. They do not want to extend the season because, you know, this year's already weird enough. The free agency isn't on Jerome McGinley's birthday this year. Free agency is on July 12th or July 13th, which is weird. We like, you know, we're used to. It's all weird. We're used to <laughs> celebrating Canada and Jerome McGinley's birthday on free agency day. That's how it is. But it's it's weird this year. It was weird last year, too. And the NHL doesn't want to have a weird calendar anymore. So they, they really want to have this be the last year of weird wonky schedules with a draft in July and free agency in mid July. So they would rather not push the schedule back. So the only option, the only way, what the old saying, the only way out is through. So the only way out of this thing is basically figuring out ways to reschedule within the existing footprint of the season. And if that means encroaching on the Olympic period, they might. And, you know, and I think part of the thing is, you know, the NHL schedule is, and any schedule changes are approved by the NHL and the NHLPA. So the NHL schedule, say, let's say Bill Daly has his marker out right now. And he says, you know, writes down some dates says, okay, Calgary, you're going to play on these days. And it gets sent to the the players that get sent to the team. And they basically just walk them through and say, Hey guys, here's, here's how the schedule is going to look. And the players look at the tra- travel the players look at the competitive balance, any number of factors, but the players have the ability to say, no, we're not doing that. And so if the idea is like, if the idea is, Hey, Shane, the flames are going to play three sets of back-to-backs over a series of six days. Like they'll do two days and then a day off and two more than a day off and two more than a day off, like back to back to back to backs all in a week, three in a row. That ain't going to fly. Uh, we're going to have you do three and threes. That ain't going to fly. The, the, there's a rule against that. And the PA is flat out said, no, we're not doing that. Uh, not just this year, but in, as a concept, they don't want to do it. Uh, lots of, you know, four and fives they don't want to do. There's a lot of things that are explicit rules that the PA has about the scheduling that the NHL just sort of adopted. And there's a lot of unofficial rules. Like we'd rather not do that. Like, you know, we don't want to, you know, flying after games and getting in at weird hours and then playing the next day. Like they, there's a lot of things they don't want to do. And those are the things that are, they're bare in mind. So if you're the NHL, if the, if the NHL says, Hey guys, here are the only options we can give you to reschedule Calgary's four to six to whatever it ends up being games that need rescheduling. If the players think it's a, dumb idea and all the options they have suck that could kill the olympics and granted i don't think it's just gonna be a calgary schedule thing that kills the olympics it'll be a lot of little things but right now i mean we just went through the list earlier <laughs> there's more of the league that are having issues than not and there's probably gonna be further postponements and it's gonna be a cascading effect so it's gonna be I- a weird rest of the week a weird probably rest of the month or calendar year for the flames and probably for a lot of teams. I do question whether or not they'll completely shut down. Like some people are trying to suggest, I mean, these are, we got to remember that these are businesses as well. Like there's, there's a human and a, and a business aspect. And, and I don't, I just, in my own mind, I don't believe that the businesses in the States will surrender when they still have the ability, like in Canada, there's more restrictions going in place. Uh, Ottawa and Toronto uh, got 50% arena capacity. And I, think, I forget how long that's for. That's at least I think it's for the time it's being. It's January. Sort of, some yeah, I think seventh or tenth. I thought. And I think yeah, I think I I saw the seventh. I think they're going to reassess. So 
I wouldn't mm-hmm. be shocked if we saw more places in the U.S. or Canada doing something like that. I mean, in California, you know, Stockton, California. Stockton, uh, the Heat have a few more restrictions than they used to have because of a flare-up. Uh, you know, this isn't going away for the time being. So I think that you know they got to figure out. I, a way did, to live with I it. think some places like like Dallas, though, like where the, the like in Texas, where you know the rules are not that they were like one of the first states to have full state baseball stadiums nevada too like it's, 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 yeah, it's, for some right. reason it's always the hot states the ones that don't have winter they're like california is sort of an outlier because they they're it's a beautiful state even in northern california with decent weather and even then they're like yeah you know Come inside we'll, we've got air conditioning <laughs> yeah still bad so <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see i mean it's 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 gonna be a moving target so it's gonna be a weird mm-hmm. couple weeks so i mean you know the the good news is you know Everyone seems like they're doing fine or reasonably fine. And, you know, this thing will get passed. I mean, we got through what we, they, we went from, let's see, I went to a game, a Sunday night game in, in Salem on a, on a Sunday. It was International Women's Day. They had the all female crew. It was really cool. The Flames lost. They played okay. And then they found a way to lose. And then the whole world went kablooey. And then we didn't see hockey until freaking July. I don't think it'll be another no four months no. because like they have a better handle on this. So it might be week to week at this point, but I, I agree with you, Shane. I don't think there's going to be anything league wide, but the league has already added, you know, the, the league's gone back to last year's protocols worth testing every day and masks everywhere and more distancing. And they're, I think they're going to keep an eye on things and do what they can because, you know, they're, you know, I think they want to make sure that the guys are all okay. You know, there's people with young children, people with family members, people with elderly family members. So at the very at the very core of it, you know, the, the NHL doesn't want to be given the whole horror show of dumb crap they've been kind of associated with the last couple of years. Some at their own doing, some they're not, some combinations they're in. I think they, they could use a win, and I think they want to at least, if they can't, you get a win out of this situation, prevent further losses. So we'll see. So yeah, that's, that's, it's been a, we've had a few weird episodes and this is one of our otter ones taped late on a Wednesday when both of us went, Oh yeah. A podcast. We should probably talk about all the weird shit that's going on. So there are, there's a couple of flames news things. Uh, Matt Coronado made the world junior team. The only flames prospect. The only was, flame. So William Stromgren got left off sweden yeah and jan kuznetsov in a bit of a shocker was left off russia there's a couple uh daniel chekov the, the vegas daniel prospect Chekov was the other one that they they were and both he... on last year's roster on the blue line they were actually d- defense partners last year and they both got left off which is the russian russia is going to russia i mean no yeah. disrespect to the russian hockey federation but they tend to go towards guys who are going to be staying in the russian system I mean, they like the guys. They like it. It's Canadian. The CHL, uh, the Canadian team, Hockey Canada, has shown a bit of a bias in years past towards guys who are playing in the Canadian junior system. So I, they see them more. I'm not going to, you know, same with USA Hockey. USA Hockey tends to go towards American guys who are playing in American teams in college or the U.S. National Development Program. So, I mean, it's weird. It's going to mean that Flames Nation is going to be a Harvard University slash USA Hockey fan site for. Uh, was it till till July till January sixth? The cool the cool thing is, uh, the cool thing is Coronado is going to play a, a ton for that team. He's going to be on the he's, top six. He's, he's going to be first unit power play. He's going to be going to be in the running to possibly win tournament MVP. 
Yeah, like if if, if yeah, it's it's possible. If the U.S. is contending for a medal, it's because Matt Coronado is going to have a good tournament. And if they're not, it's going to be because you know Coronado and a few other guys are not having their goaltending. They don't have the strongest goaltending this year compared to Spencer Knight and Dustin Wolf last year. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, uh, I I can talk yeah. about this because it'll be out by the time the podcast release. But I wrote that Team North America piece, and I did put Wolf in as someone I considered. But he just, I just couldn't, not enough. There's a, there's yet. a lot. I think I'll say this, the, for, you know, goaltenders are weird, but the U S has done a really nice job the last few years, Canada too, but the U S in particular, they've done a really nice job developing some young goalies, like the U 23 goalies coming out of uh, the U S coming out of, you know, we, we, mm-hmm. this will be a complete aside, but you know, the U S kind of cool. Uh, Dustin Wolf was born in Oh one. He was eight years. He, he was born eight years after the mighty ducks. Movies came out eight years after the Mighty Ducks team started. He grew up outside of Anaheim. He came up through the Anaheim and LA minor hockey systems. Like he's a kid who just grew up when hockey was just a thing that you that people liked in Southern California. And now he's going to be pushing for an NHL job before long. Like he's legitimately a very good NHL prospect and he comes from California and he came up through California and then went into the dub. I think that's really cool. And I think, you know, you, you, we you got to talk- ask him how his knuckle. Yeah, like there, there's kids from Florida now playing high-level hockey, Nevada, Arizona, Texas. Like Sean, Sean Curley, born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. When he left Boston, he signs in Columbus. Like that's yeah, yeah he's is not it, an all-star. Is he's, it, not that kind, he's a regular NHL contributor. Isn't that kind of cool? Like I don't know. I just and Roslovic and Jack Roslovic. He's from Columbus too. So two guys that if Columbus is never put there, those guys don't ever play in the NHL. Probably not. You know, let's be honest. Probably not. That's why I like the Gretzky trade. If Gretzky doesn't get traded to LA, what, what happens down there? Right? Like yeah. that was monumental. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they. Maybe we should make the Oilers uh, share McDavid for the second yeah. half. It's crazy. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, which, which year? Col- I'm poking a hole in your theory. Before we go, what year did Columbus start in the NHL? They were in. The, they were two thousands, weren't they? Google it was, says it was, near, it was in two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah, it was Minnesota. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Gabrick Nash. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Curly would have been like two or three, and then say, but, he, but he grew up. He grew up with the. Uh, it would have been when you're you start playing hockey when you're three, four years old. So it's even if you're great, saying great. five, like there's having there being an NHL team as their small children the whole time is pretty neat. Mm. So yeah, you know, like it, I think that's kind of cool. So I mean it's it's gonna be what it's gonna be but yeah it's it's gonna we're gonna it's gonna be a touch and go i think around calgary hockey wise for the next little while i think the the only news we're gonna see well until well after the columbus game is are they healthy how many are out of like how many are healthy and that's pretty much the day-to-day you're not gonna there's not gonna be much talk about trades or rosters or anything it's just gonna be a matter of are they healthy yet how many are healthy and, and I think up until the Columbus game, and then it'll start being okay. How, how, how are they going to formulate the roster, or is there more delay? Yep. So we're gonna. That's about, we're all, gonna, that's about all it's gonna be. You're gonna see some weird content on Flames Nation this week, just because I don't know. We're, we're, we we're right there with you. Something. We're right there with you, gang. We're right there with you. So <laughs> we'll. Uh, we'll Has any suggestions about something they'd want me to write about? By all means, talk. Tag me on Twitter. Uh, message the Flames Nation page and say, hey, I'm curious about this. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm off school now, and then, then there's no hockey. So, 
Yeah, and the world juniors haven't started yet, so we're we're all just sort of chomping at the bit for something to write about. But yeah, you know, it's it's much like we did. You know, we all got through the COVID shutdown together. The first four months of actually, yeah, I, I joined Flames Nation in 2012, and then in September, I, I, yeah, in September of that year, we had a four month lockout. So my first year covering the NHL fairly full-time involved not covering the NHL for half a season because there wasn't half a season. Uh, we've had a COVID shutdown. We've had, you know, we'll, you know, we'll get through this. It's, we'll, we'll have some fun again. We will have a battle of Alberta soonish. It might not be all January, but it'll happen. Uh, you know, it'll be fun. And if, if anyone who's, who's kind of bummed out at the situation, if the players are, are doing okay. Uh, everyone's going to get through this. Hopefully. Uh, and you know, the, if you look at the, if you look at the standings uh, on points percentage, the flames are still above the Oilers. So, you know, you can't lose games that are postponed. That's, that's how things are going right now. You can't lose Oilers, games postponed. The Oilers can't win games period right now. So it's just a good, that that's at least a good positive. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Uh, so I, <laughs> I think that's about, I think that's enough, enough therapy for, uh, for Shane and myself. Uh, for for one week uh so once again you know we want to thank our, our our lovely sponsors at doordash and uh at uh eau claire distilleries uh eau claire distillery they make a lot of really good stuff i would not plug them granted they're sponsoring us so we thank them for that but their stuff is really good uh you know the the rupert's whiskey is the official whiskey of the calgary flames so we encourage you to check that out if you're a flames fan or just like whiskey but if you don't like whiskey they have a lot of other good stuff their cherry chin is fantastic uh, so check that out. Makes good gifts. If you have some, someone who, who enjoys spirits and you want to give them something nice for the holidays, uh, if they're a Flames fan, Rupert's Whiskey sounds like a, a really nice fit. If they're not a whiskey fan or they're not a Flames fan, get them something else, you know. Be nice. Be nice to each other. It's the holiday season. We'll all get through this. At some point in TBD days, we will have hockey games to watch together again. So I think we should cut off there. Shane, thanks, thanks for joining me on a late Wednesday night. Uh, it is dark out. It is cold out. But eventually, it will be neither of those things. And eventually, there will be hockey again. So for Shane, I'm Ryan. Thank you very much for joining us on this very late night edition, a pandemic edition, unfortunately, of Flames Nation Radio. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.